Welcome to Literally, the podcast where we literally take you through the entire process of building a business and creating a lit up life. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach for high-performing women that wanna live a lit up life while creating the impact and income they desire in their business. I bring my unique education and expertise to the table to help my clients create big results and move through big blocks. What makes this podcast so unique is that you'll hear one client's weekly coaching sessions for six months. These are recordings of our actual coaching sessions, so you'll see their unique challenges and strategies, their ups and downs, and their wins and losses. You'll also get to hear exactly how I coach them through it. I'm so excited for you to join us on this behind-the-scenes journey and gain insight into building your own lit-up life and the business that you desire. Welcome everyone to season seven. I, oh my gosh, I am so excited for this season because I feel like it is going to be so different in all the ways, which I will tell you about shortly. But one of the ways is that you will probably hear a baby in the background because that is the new life in season seven and Bennett's nursery is right next to mine. So I hope if you hear a baby, it gives you little smiles throughout your day. But if you hear something, that is what that is. And you are also going to get a very different guest and a very different experience this season. I guess we probably will have already announced who it is by now, but it feels really fun to be able to share this with you guys as longtime listeners because we always try to mix it up every season and give you something different, a different take, a different perspective. And that is for sure what we are doing this season. So welcome to Sabrina Phillip. Thank you for being our season seven coachee. I'm excited to be here. So Sabs has been a client of mine for six, almost six years, almost six years. So this is going to be extra weird in some ways. I think just a totally different experience, but I think it's also going to be really helpful because I think that, gosh, this is like more behind the scenes than ever in a sense, because you, we talk a lot about what it's like to have a coaching relationship for a really long time, but I think we've never been able to showcase that. A lot of the literally previous coaches have gone on to be long-term clients of mine, but we've never recorded um, in that way. So getting to record someone that we have worked together for almost six years at this point is just so exciting. So thank you. I'm excited. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how that plays out just because we do have such back history and just so many inside jokes and wanting to be really transparent with the podcast but also being like, wait, people don't get that. We might need to explain that one. Yes. That was like one of our bigger concerns with this. Well, two concerns. One was I was really worried that Sabs wouldn't feel as supported as I wanted her to. She has assured me that is not true. I am making her sign a document. Haven't literally making yet. her sign a document today that, don't worry, I've written it. Yeah. Coming, coming your way today. Right. That says that she will be transparent with me if anything ever feels off in this setting or whatever. And then our second concern was, would it translate as well for people to understand since we have so much back history, so many inside jokes, context, all of that. And so we'll just see, like, is kind of the point, like, Sabrina knows that she has a get out of jail free card. Like if this ever didn't feel good to her and we only recorded four episodes and she didn't like it, like I will stop the season. Like that's not a thing. Our relationship is obviously um, significantly more important than a podcast season. And 
you know, we'll just do the best with the inside joke thing. I think that you will still get, you know, a hundred times the value of the annoyance of that. So (laughs) it will be worth it. I think we'll probably share this separately, but I think we should just very quickly share how this transpired. I want most of this session to be kind of about you and your backstory and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's probably just like weird for people to be like, wait, how does that even happen? How do you work together for six years and then get on the podcast? So uh, I would, in fact, I would love for you to share your perspective because I would love to just hear your perspective on how this happened. Well, I had actually thought about it over the years. So it's something that I have thought about, but like my own insecurities, like I'm very protective of my relationship with Lacey and like, it just feels very like, you're not my coach. You're a family member to me is like how I feel about it. So yeah, I'm just a little bit territorial and didn't really want to share you. And, you know, (laughs) mom, like I get, I get jealous when mommy gets new friends, things like that. And so I think as I've gotten older and I feel just very safe in our relationship, I'm just, I don't really care. Like if people, do anything or say anything or try anything. I just feel really safe knowing that nothing's going to come between us. So yay therapy. That was really helpful. But yeah, so I had thought about it over the years a couple of times, but just, I think wasn't in the place yet where I felt like I could be transparent and vulnerable about our relationship in that way. And then I actually have a history of doing a lot of your projects with you. So I was one Mm -hmm. of your Alita partnership clients, which is how we first started working together. I applied for that way back when. And I think I've told you this story, but I'm not sure if I told you this story, but I actually bitched out. Like if you have kids, I swear a lot. So this is not the season for you. But um, (laughs) yeah, so back then you had to do three rounds and the third and final round, which I made it to, you had to submit a business plan. But at that point I bitched out, so I didn't. And so Lacey messaged me after she announced her client that she selected And she was like, oh, I'm so, I was sad you didn't apply. I was really wanting it to be you or something like that. And I was like, really? That is so weird. I sent it in. Oh my God. (gasps) Sabrina Phillip, you never told me that you lied to me. That's okay. But yeah, so. (gasps) Oh, okay. So this is, this podcast is going to be the discovery of all the things that you have lied to me about. All the secrets I've kept from you are coming out. Oh my God. Yeah. So you told me that you sent it. And I yeah, was like, oh I was my like, gosh. that's so crazy. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, like, no way. And then she goes, so want to be partners? Question <laughs> mark. I was like, yep, sure do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know oh why God, I chickened so out. I was like, she's not going to pick me. Like, what if it doesn't work? So yeah, I just totally bitched out and didn't send it. So that was, that was when my witchy powers began. So manifested yes. it. You totally did. That's so funny. I yeah. literally did not know that you did, <laughs> yeah. did not actually send it. No. I believed you. And then you look had to me. ask me for it because you were like, oh, like send it to me so I can look at it because that's what you would use at the beginning of working with clients. So then I yep. had to rush to put one together and be like, oh, yep, in your inbox on the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's why I believed you because you got it to me like almost like right away. So yeah. good for you. Yeah. So that was the first kind of fun thing we did together. And then you did your NFT project yep. in January. Again, very overly protective energy because the more I think about it, the more I do feel like I was the right person to get the NFT. But what if like a total freak like got that and they were like so mean to you or something or like they just never paid the coaching fees or Like what if they then sold it to someone else? Because when we were picking who was going to have 
So Lacey's project, for those of you who aren't, weren't familiar with it or didn't see it, she basically sold a space in her coaching business. And as part of the golden ticket, you could then use that to get coaching services. So you still have to sign Lacey's contract and all of that. But since I have my own spot as a, you know, almost six year client, I now get a second spot. But I was thinking about it when we picked our client is like, I really thought about like who would be a good fit to work with you and someone else wouldn't necessarily prioritize that. It was more so they would more so be thinking about who's going to pay me the most or I'm going to use it or I'm going to sell it. But for me, I was very much thinking about like, it's got to be good for you more than anything. So yeah, super freak vibes there. And I had, it was like also midnight in Scotland because that was when the auction was timed. Yep. So I was there like in my little war bunker creeping on people's Ethereum wallets, knew how much they had, went in for the dick punch right at the end with like a super high bid. It went from like 4.1 Ethereum to 7.5 because I knew nobody else had that. Won that, went to bed, so good. And then, yeah, I feel like the podcast is now the next kind of, iteration of that. So in terms of how did we get here, I had a history of doing things with lace, the golden ticket. One of the things we asked is when people were applying is would they be interested in being in the podcast. And then that made me realize I wanted to be on the podcast. So I submitted an application for it. Yep. So it was funny because I, I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if we had the golden ticket person on the podcast? Because then that's like an extra layer of yeah. transparency and kind of like a new new take there too, so that everybody could kind of like witness what that's like. Um, so we asked in the application, like, would you be interested in being on the podcast? And actually, I was shocked. Almost everyone that applied said yes. I think aside from maybe like three four or people. four people. Yeah. Yep. So that was really interesting to me and really cool. And so part of Sabs and I's conversation was like, well, who's a great fit for the golden ticket, but also who's a great fit for the podcast? And she she was like, you know, really involved in that conversation. And then all of a sudden I am checking my email and I have a podcast application from Sabrina Phillip. And so I think I text you and was like, LOL, this is so funny. And you're like, oh no, I'm serious. Yeah, I was I was very serious. I, I mm-hmm. just felt like the right time. And also part of that is we wanted something specific, I felt like, for this season of the mm-hmm. podcast. Like you just wanted yeah. a very different take from last season. And also, you know, not wanting to like increase your client roster too much by having a new golden ticket client plus a new podcast client. Yep. It mm-hmm. felt like a way to also keep things the same because you are taking on a new golden ticket client. And I will be the quote unquote podcast client, but it's not like yeah. extra mm-hmm. hours for you. So it just felt like a really good time to do it and a good win-win. And I just feel like I'm in a good space and now, now feels good. Yes, totally. So she filled out the application and it was basically like the perfect application, if you know what I mean. And so I was said to her, like, I can't tell if you're, if you just know me well enough that you know how to <laughs> manipulate this application <laughs> or if you are dead serious on all this. And she was like, nope, dead serious. And I I was super hesitant at first, not because I didn't think it would be great for the podcast, but like I was very concerned that you still wouldn't feel as supported. So we talked through that for like quite a while, I think. And yeah, really both kind of came to the conclusion that like we feel like we're in a great place to navigate this and honestly feel like it would be such a service to people. Like I think that it's so helpful to hear 
all different levels of business. And I think we've done that really well on the podcast so far. And I think you're just the next beautiful iteration of people getting to hear behind the scenes of a seven-figure business who's made multiple seven figures over the course of the time that you've been in business, someone that grew really fast, like all of those kind of things that I think people think like, well, what's the secret behind that? And I obviously get asked that a lot. Like, well, what did Sabrina do? What did Sabrina do? And so now it's just like, well, here you go. Like you, you can yeah. know that. Well, that's kind of been the joke is I remember you telling me all like literally all the time people ask, what would Sabrina do? And you always say she would never ask me that question, but yes. now you can just be like, go listen to the podcast. That's yeah, and now I don't about. have to answer like that. But it is true. Like that, you know, to a certain extent, the secret is not always being like, what did someone else do? But at the same time, being able to transparently hear that and just be like, oh, there really is not something I like secretly don't know. There is just like that consistency. Like if we've been working together for six years, it means you've been consistent in business for six freaking years. I mean, I use the term consistent lightly, but consistent in business for six years. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. It's going to be a good season. Going to be great. So also, that is sort of our humor. I give her a very hard time. She does the same back. So I promise we love each other even when it doesn't seem like that. Every time Lacey texts me that I'm an asshole, I screenshot it and put it on my Instagram stories. Literally every time. Which you would think I would know by now and just stop doing. But here we are. I walk into the trap every time. Okay, so let's kind of shift gears and talk about you more. Um, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but I would love for you to just tell us about your story a little bit, kind of starting all the way back, because especially for people that maybe have started following you more recently and don't remember the like Bali Sabrina, I would love for you to just like start us there really quick. Yeah, so I started my business May, June 2016 as I was leaving college and I moved overseas, so I spent a lot of money on new clothes and a new backpack. So I only had 800 bucks left. I lied to my mom. I have way more. I have so much more. I'm going to be just fine. Really needed those new shoes and moved to Bali one way plane ticket. And the goal was, I just wanted to have enough money to keep traveling. So I thought I'm going to go to Bali first. It's like post eat, pray, love peak time in Bali. Went to Ubud. I was a certified yoga teacher. My mom's a certified yoga teacher. My sister's a certified yoga teacher. So there's just like a big yoga community, which made it feel safer, which is why I chose Ubud and moved to Bali with 800 bucks and just started doing little jobs as a virtual assistant. So I was making about $12 an hour. One lady paid me $100 to organize her calendar. It was the weirdest job ever. She was basically just really frantic and just needed someone to sit with her and help her get organized. I would make PDFs for people. I would pin things on Pinterest. That was kind of what I was doing. And then I started focusing and specializing in social media management. So social media business did really well. 5K month, 10K month, 20K month. Um, But then I went through a breakup and just basically turned into a blob and did nothing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like literally nothing. And this is when we found each other. And this (laughs) is when we found each other. And... I basically had to start my business over at that point. Mm-hmm. So from the time, you know, zero to a million, it happened in about nine months um, of working with Lace. So I had my first 100K cash month after seven months, and then we had the million in nine. So during that time, 
really just personally wasn't in a good space navigating that breakup, living overseas, broke as a joke, just didn't know what I was doing. And I kind of kicked things off with a social media group program called Social Media with Soul, RIP, um, which was really fun. I think I got six clients. She was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I made 5K. So fun. No, I'm pretty sure I made less than that, but whatever. It was a cute little group program. Started going, started taking on private clients. And then um, a Forbes columnist contributor reached out to me and she wrote an article about me um, and some of the success that I was having. And that just really blew things up. So that article went viral. It hit 100,000 views within 24 hours. And so with PR, the big thing is the first 24 hours is the most important. So going into that and really knowing that I created like a Sabrina Philip Forbes launch team. And I had about 300 people in there and there was a whole big strategy to share that and make that go viral, which now a lot of people use that to launch their podcasts and their books, Mm -hmm. which is super exciting. You saw it here first kids. So yeah, that happened. And then yeah, just blew shit up. And here we are five years later, five and a half years later. Yeah. And I think it's really helpful for people to hear that too. Like, I think that everyone assumes you have to like be in this perfect place for things to take off and you actually were not at all. No, things were really messy and painful and just, yeah, I think lots of unresolved childhood trauma and things like that going on, breakup. And then, you know, I had a puppy who passed away from distemper, which was really sad. Or Winston. Yeah, basically, long story short, there was the people who gave him his vaccines knowingly gave him expired ones, which obviously I did not know that. So he got to Stemper and he passed away. So that was really difficult. And just like all of that is happening as I'm trying to rebuild this business. And then also this Australian guy walks into my life who's now my husband. <laughs> so yeah, there was just a lot of chaos around me. And I remember like for Forbes, I started to get a little bit more consistent, Lacey laughs, but tried and like finally built my website, like finally did all of these things. So it was very scrappy. It was very messy and scrappy. I didn't have any team at that point. So doing it all myself, but yeah, I hit uh, six figures without a team. Like everything I did was by myself. Yep. I remember like toward the, I don't want to say the end, but kind of like toward the end of that initial peak to Mm -hmm. a million, I remember you and Paul came to America. Mm -hmm. And you came and visited me. And I remember like sitting at like some like hole in the wall breakfast place. Do you remember this? Yeah, we Paul got one or something so yeah. bad. Um, I remember being there and just like your inbox was just blowing up with mastermind applications. And that mastermind was like what took you over the edge to a million. Yeah. And just how crazy that was. The three of us just sitting there being like, holy crap, this is happening. Yeah, we got 330 applications for that mastermind. Yep which was so wild. Initially, we wanted 15 people, 15 spots. And then we got, I think, over 100 applications on day one or something crazy. And I was like, okay, we sold out basically right before even taking a sales call. Like if you've got 100 applications, like you're done. Um, So then we opened up 15 more spots and we ended up doing 30, 32, something like that. And that's what got us to 500K, all of that income. That's how we got to the million. Mm -hmm. So, so funny. Part of it too, and you know, we'll probably touch on that at different points in this podcast, is that that's a lot. How old were you then? 24, 23? 23. 23 to go from total like $800 in your pocket moving to Bali to like million dollar business mm-hmm. effectively overnight, it felt like, right? Yeah. 
especially in the scrappy kind of messy way that it happened to like there was just so much for you to like go through and process then like I think that yes everyone wants that mm-hmm. and that's like the pedestal and the goal but like I don't think people realize how difficult that is for your brain and life to catch up with yeah and there's a lot of unintended consequences of having a lot of money or having a lot of clients yeah. or having a really big business that I didn't know anyone else who had gone through that because everyone else at the time who was making a million dollars plus did that through courses. There were no other female coaches doing that through coaching. The kind of mentality and story was if you want to scale, you have to stop coaching and go to courses. Like that was the messaging. And if you want to sell courses, fine. But for me, I wanted to be a coach. So now having hundreds of clients, because at the time I had a group program with 120 people in it. Plus, I now have 30 people in this mastermind. Plus, I Plus had, you had one on. Yeah, I had 11 private coaching clients at the time. So that's, what is that, 160 people to manage. Plus, then a couple months later in February, I launched a group program. I can't remember how many people got in that one, but it was a lot. I think it was like 75 or something crazy. So just mm-hmm. a lot of clients and just a lot of responsibility that I had to figure out pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. You are at a much more balanced Mm -hmm. (laughs) place now. But I think, you know, that's the thing is like you were willing to accept those trade-offs to to go through that. And like that's – For sure. Was your journey and that was beautiful. But I think that people just think it comes with no trade-offs. So it's like helpful to hear like it actually comes with a lot. Yeah. I recorded a podcast episode for my podcast called Six Figure September – Because my first 100K cash month, Lacey was there for it, was September 2017. And to prepare for that, I looked at my calendar and I was taking calls every single day at 7 a.m. And then most days, Monday through Friday, I would stay up until 11 p.m. or midnight because Mm -hmm. since I was in Bali, it's 12 hours ahead of Eastern. So the schedule is basically flipped. So there's a couple of hours in the morning and a couple of hours in the evening where you can fit clients in. I had 104 meetings that month. I... Yeah, it was just crazy. Like there was so much, like even just looking at my schedule, like I was totally willing to do it. I was totally willing to take that trade off. But yeah, like it's a lot of work. There's a lot of pressure behind the scenes that people just don't talk about. And it's kind of annoying in a sense when people like you say how much you made or you say what the accomplishment is. And then people who are broke are like, yeah, but like how much did you keep? Or like, yeah, but like how many people do you have on your team? Or like, yeah, but this. And so there are some things that come with being a multiple seven figure business owner that like literally you can't talk about because mm-hmm. it makes you look like an asshole or you have mm-hmm. a confidentiality agreement or whatever. So I think that it will be nice to kind of give people some of the behind the scenes of what it actually takes to run a business of this size. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Which on that note, I just want to say this because obviously you and I have talked about it, but I think it's important for people to hear. You guys know my philosophy with literally is we tell Sabrina's story. We don't tell her client's story. We don't tell her husband's story. None of that. And so, you know, there will very intentionally be things that we leave out of this podcast, but don't think they're not there too. Like if we don't talk about a client challenge or something like that, it doesn't mean she would never have that. It just means that like, we're very clear on this podcast that it is her story that we're telling because no one else in her life is signing up for this. And so I think that's just important to say too. It will be as transparent as possible while still being respectful to everyone else that's kind of in your vicinity as well. 
Now, tell us, like, catch us up to speed now. Like, what's life like for you now? Obviously, you're not doing the travel all over Bali life. What is what is life now? So I'm living in Scotland, in Edinburgh. I moved here on accident. So <laughs> I was um, on a road trip through the Highlands with my husband when lockdown happened. So we had just planned on being in Edinburgh for a month and Scotland for a month. And we got stuck and we basically had to call the holiday property guy and be like, hey, can we stay here a little longer? And that ended up being like four or five months longer in that place. And then we moved into like a proper apartment. Now we're in a house in Edinburgh. So we live here, live here. We got a dog. Uh, My husband, Paul and I were married, bought a car. I don't know how to drive, but I am going to take driving lessons So that's exciting. Things that you don't do when you move to Bali. Um, (laughs) You don't drive cars. But yeah, so very domestic kind of suburban dog mom life, I would say. So I'm working the least amount I've ever worked in my business. So at this point, I have coaching calls about six days a month. So I work um, only three weeks per month. So some months have five weeks. So it's really nice. For the five-week months, because that means I get two weeks off that yeah. month. But yeah, so I work Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm working, I would say, maximum like 12 hours a week, even less than I ever have before. So it's a really big change. I've really changed my business completely. Back then when I had that first 100K cash month, I had 11 private coaching clients. Right now I have one. So it's just such a different experience. And I'm just, I've got a lot of spaciousness and I'm trying to figure out what to fill that with. Yeah. So I think that's really helpful to talk about for a second too, which is like, yes, it's so amazing that you're only working 12 hours a month right or a week right now, but that's not even necessarily the goal we're shooting for. Like part of what we're probably going to explore this season is like, okay, like, do we want to add more time? What yeah. does that time look like? Like where would you best focus your energy? Like there yeah. are a lot of questions surrounding this. And so I think like it's, Again, it seems like the dream to a certain extent, but you're also like, I think you're very much, and you can tell us this, in a season where you're like ready to ramp shit up and you actually would want to put in more time potentially. Yeah, no, definitely. And it wasn't necessarily that I was trying to get it down that low, but I just made some decisions that felt best for me and for my business. And that was just kind of how that went there. So I shut down a mastermind that I had been running for three years, three and a half years, which has personally brought my business over 2 million in cash. So yeah, that was a big change and that freed up a lot of the time that I had, but I knew it was the right one. Yeah. So what do you feel like, I'm so excited to hear you answer this, by the way, I've been like specifically thinking about this question because sometimes you're hard to nail down here, but like what goals are we wanting to accomplish in the next six months, Sabrina Phillip? It's hard for me to say that because I don't feel like I have had a goal for a really long time. Like Mm -hmm. I never look at my monthly income. Like I know what my annual income is because like tax season and that kind of stuff. And I actually found an extra 45 grand that I didn't realize I made last year. So 2021 was even higher. (laughs) How good is that? Yeah. So that was a fun one. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I haven't had a goal for a really long time. I don't set income goals anymore. So triple it, but the answer is like triple what? I don't know, but I just feel like bigger is the goal ultimately. So I've gotten really consistent with my podcast. So I want to keep doing that. I think I might want to move to two episodes a week just because at this point, 
within like three months time, I will have the next year's worth of episodes done. And that feels kind of annoying to be like, well, I have to wait nine months for this to be published. So Mm -hmm. keep expanding the podcast. I want that to be for me the way like free events. I used to do a lot of free webinars and like free live streams, like every two or three weeks, which is how I really grew my business in the beginning. So I want my podcast to do that for my business now and to kind of be a big lead generation source for me. I want to keep scaling my program. So my millionaire mastermind is for people who are scaling from six figures to seven figures. That has been a priority for me and it will keep being a priority for me. And millionaire mastermind for my business is a million dollar program. So we make a million plus from that program, but I want that to be like a $3 million program for me. So I just want to keep scaling that up. And then I have gone really back and forth on my accelerator program. I have no idea what the fuck to do with that, which Lacey's probably so annoyed because like our last session was literally about making decisions on that program. And then every time I come to, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. But yeah, so I feel like my, one of my offers, I've been chewing on it for literally the entire year. I need to like make a decision and keep rolling there. Yeah. I don't know. Also maybe have a baby. That's like potentially a goal but we'll see about that. Also need to make a decision there. Yeah, I'm like going through a party girl phase at the moment. <laughs> so we need to see. TBD. Yeah. Okay, I love that. And also, I just want to caveat this because I think you said something that feels important to say. Like, just because Sabrina's doing it now doesn't mean Sabrina did it then. Mm. So if you're listening to this and you're newer in business, it doesn't always mean that you should do whatever we're saying in at right. the moment. Like you set income goals for a really long time. Oh, yeah. You did take a lot of calls for a really long time. Like there are a lot of things that got you to this point. So it's just helpful to to remember that if you're listening. Yeah. And I think part of it for me is just like the way I structure my business and the way I sell is so different. Like for a lot of people, the first of the month comes around and they decide like, okay, what am I selling this month? And they will say, okay, I'm going to sell three of these things, two of those things, and I will make 5k. For me, my business is more so like, how many do we want to sell this year? And it's like rolling enrollment or we've got evergreen funnels running. So I just don't plan that way. So it's like a different mentality, the way I make decisions because of where I'm at with my business. Exactly. Totally. Okay. So tell us what you're most excited about, about doing the podcast. Like what, you know, obviously like we talked about kind of the story of applying, but what made you like really excited when you were thinking about it? Well, every single episode I get to like ask you if I'm your favorite client, you have to say yes, because we're recording. So everyone gets to know and hear for like 18 sessions how I'm your fave. So super thrilled about that. This is Sabrina's like number one goal in life. So that if that gets accomplished, she'll be happy. Yeah. So I'm good there. Um, Yeah. I'm excited for people to be able to get an insight into our relationship, I think, because it has been kind of this secret that people want to know about. And I get asked about it all the time. Like, how are you and Lacey so close? Like, how did that happen? And it's almost become a thing where people then come into programs like wanting to be best friends with their coach. Mm -hmm. And when we talked about this, you're like, so does this mean you're actually going to let me coach you? And like the joke there is like, I don't listen to Lacey a bunch of times. Like she's Mm -hmm. trying to like help me and support me and like coach me through things. And because we're so close, I think I've gotten into a little bit of a brat phase where I just maybe don't approach it as much like a client. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of really reset the way I 
show up for our sessions and just really like taking that to heart. Cause like, I'm just excited because every Monday I get to hang out with my best friend for an hour, you know, but now it's like, okay, no, like you've got to like do what she says. Well, or, or here's a better way to say it. Do what we say faster. I think you still get there eventually to give you credit. I just think Mm -hmm. you blow it off for way longer than is necessary. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So that's also what I'm most excited about. So when when uh, you told me you were serious, at first I was like, oh shit, no. And then I was like, but wait, she might like crush it because you always do well with like a certain amount of public visibility. And and I don't think pressure is the right word, but the certain what, – what would you say? It's not pressure, but I think you do well with like – Just eyes on um, me. Like a container and yeah. eyes on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So – Part of me was like, yeah, fuck no. And then part of me was like, oh my God, like mm. she'll blow it out of the water if she has something like this where it's kind of like the Forbes thing you were talking about earlier where like, you know, there were 300 people like wanting to like watch what happened with that and cheer you on for that and support you in that. And I feel like you just take it to the next level when you have that sometimes. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so that's my answer to that one too. That's also what I'm most excited about is just to watch you really step up and shine because you have an amazing and incredible business and have built so much, but I see so much potential in you and you do too. I think Paul and I are constantly reflecting that to you of how much more potential there is. And so I think you'll step into it. Yeah, and I've been like pretty coasty in a sense with my business for a while just because I wanted to prioritize like my mental health and like going to therapy and my marriage and things like that. So, and it's like such a unique position when I was 23, not married, no dependents, like just there's no real life stuff kind of holding you back, quote unquote, not that, you know, people hold you back by any means, but there just wasn't a lot going on. Yeah. So now that I do have all of this, I do feel like I'm in a really good spot to just go fuck shit up. Yeah, so good. Okay, what are you most freaked out about? Mm, I think that we are killing some of the mystique around the Sabrina and Lacey relationship. (laughs) So... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird to think about like someone listening to six months of your conversations. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about like people judging us or anything like that, but it's just definitely a change. Mm-hmm. Totally. So I think I said this earlier, but I was very worried about like you feeling supported still and you feeling like you still had like a safe space to bring everything. And I feel like we've come to like a really good place with feeling like we know what's for public consumption, what's not for public consumption, and like how to kind of manage that balance while still being like super transparent. But that was always my concern. And again, you have a get out of jail free card anytime you want. I know I do too. Like if I didn't feel like it was serving us best, like I feel comfortable cutting that off as well. But I really think that I think it's, it's going to be good. Be super fun. Yeah. I think so too. But I mean, I think also one of the – there's like the fear of, oh, how will the podcast like harm the dynamic? But I actually think in a lot of ways 
the dynamic makes it possible that we can do the podcast. Because yeah, I agree with that. Like since, I mean, I'm going to go visit you and hold your baby in a couple of weeks. Like I've done Christmas at your house and before COVID happened, you were going to do Christmas at my house in Scotland and things like that. So we just have a really close relationship. I know I can text you or call you or, you know, text Kenny or whatever. So there's just a lot of access there that it does make me feel like I could be very supported no matter what. So I think that almost makes it possible because I can imagine if you were, you know, a seven figure business owner and a client, you might be worried that if this was the main way that you have a relationship that you might not be able to get the support you're looking for. But I know that I can get it in other ways and it doesn't just need to be on our Monday calls. Yep, totally. And I think in some ways that makes it even better because then our Monday calls get to be even more focused on like, what are you doing to move the needle instead of like kind of the the coasting mentality that you were talking about. So I'm like really excited to do that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay. Okay. Well, so much credit to you because this was fully your idea and you fully pushed for it even when it freaked me out. But you also like, I think just to give you some, some credit there too, like, I think you were super open to it being someone else too, which I really appreciated. Like you, because we had said we were prioritizing the golden ticket person. And so you were very much still in that conversation of like, would this person be a good fit where this, like, I think you really held fast of being like, I think I'm the best fit, but like, let's talk about all these options. And so I just like really appreciated that because I think that it's landed us in this place where I think this is going to be like one of the most exciting seasons ever, but like we got to get there in a really beautiful way. It definitely felt like a good process. So I'm excited. Yay. All right, guys. Well, we will be back with more Sabrina for the rest of this season and, you know, obviously give her all the love. I think that it is I say this every season, but I think it is so brave of anyone that decides to come on here. But quite honestly, I think especially you in a sense, because I think when you have a new business, there's less to lose and way more to gain. And I think once you have a really successful business, it can feel like there's more to lose. I don't think that's actually true, but I think it's really easy for our brains to get in that place. And so I think if anything, this is maybe like the most brave season because There's just so much that you kind of have to, or so much you don't have to share, I guess, is what I would say. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't do as much for your business as, like, a new business gaining new visibility for the first time, potentially, or something like that. So the fact that you're still willing to do it for the value that it will give to other people and just to, like, give yourself a little kick in the butt, I think is really, really cool. So Make sure you give Sabrina extra love for that because I think that this is like a really challenging but cool thing that she's doing. So obviously we'll put this in the thing and we'll always share it throughout the season, but just tell everyone where they can start following you and get connected with you too. I'm on the Instagrams. So you can follow me on Instagram. I have a podcast as well and it's the Sabrina Phillip podcast. And then I have a website and stuff, but I would say I spend most of my time on Instagram. Yep. At Sabrina Phillip. Yep. At Sabrina M. Phillip. Oh, M. Phillip. Someone took Sabrina Phillips out to do the M. Good call. Okay. At Sabrina M. Phillip. And yeah, just go give Sab some love. Tell her how excited you are for this season. And we will be back with sessions starting very soon. We love you guys. And I just cannot wait to hear what you think about our new guests. So if there's anything that you want to share with me that you'd love to hear this season or that you'd love Sabrina to 
share more. We've also talked about her potentially doing a couple of the close-up episodes as well that I typically do. I'll still do mine, but we've talked about her maybe adding in one or two. So if there's something you'd love for her to um, riff on about this, let me know. Reach out to me and tell me that too. So thank you guys for listening and we are so excited for season seven. Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business, but are short on time, then you are going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to a lituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.